Welcome to Humans of Minerva, a podcast that captures the interesting stories of humans at Minerva. I'm your host, Julia, and this is our 50th episode. Yay! We wanted to make this episode a bit special and introduce everyone to some of our team members that make this podcast possible. And why not dive deep right away by playing We're Not Really Strangers? This is actually going to be a two-part episode. The first I'll be hosting, and then Leo will be hosting the next one with different team members. But let's start with some intros first. I'm Julia, one of the co-founders of this podcast and your host from M22. And my fun fact is that I can do a pretty good rooster impression, which we may or may not put here. (laughs) I don't know if it's too embarrassing, but we'll see. And with me today, we have Hillary and Katerina. So why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Hilary and I'm from M26. I'm the editor of Humans of Minerva. And a fun fact about me is that I've been to more than 30 countries. I'm not sure if it's still really? fun enough because oh. like, Minerva, like Minervans go to so many places. But Wait, yeah. that's crazy. 30 <laughs> countries. Wait, how old are you? I'm 20. I just turned 20. Whoa. And you've been to 30 countries. That's yeah. a lot of countries. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, I'm Katerina, and I'm an M26, and I do the marketing for Humans of Minerva podcast. And a fun fact is that I actually have perfect pitch, so it comes in handy when I play piano or sing. That's awesome. Do you think that people can learn perfect pitch, or is that something you're born with? I know you can learn like relative pitch, and it can be super close, but yeah. from my understanding, perfect pitch is something you're born with. And I honestly had no yeah. idea to like sixth grade when my orchestra teacher told me that that was not normal yeah yeah so that's cool all right so to set the scene hillary katarina and i are all in the same room right now we're actually at the adobe office (laughs) where i work and we have the card game we're not really strangers in front of us so this is a conversation card game where there are three levels of questions and each level gets deeper So the first round is perception, then connection, and then reflection. So we'll pick a card from each round and then see what happens. So we'll each do it. We don't know what the questions are going to be, so this will be interesting. And there's also these dig deeper cards. So each player gets one dig deeper card they can play per round. And that's basically if you're not satisfied with someone's answer, you can say... Dig deeper. <laughs> Go deeper. All right, so are you guys ready? Yes. Yep. All right, so for this first round, you pick a card, and then the other players will answer the question about you. So, Katarina, why don't you go first? Perfect. Okay, the question is, what is my body language telling you right now? <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll describe your body language to our audience who mm-hmm. can't see you right now. But Katarina is currently cross-legged, <laughs> sitting on a couch with her hands together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hillary, what do you think? <laughs> um, I think maybe you're a bit nervous, but you're still very excited to record the mm-hmm. podcast because mm-hmm. you're leaning towards the phone. And yeah, <laughs> very oh. valid point. Very valid. I would agree. Very excited. Mm, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. First podcast, woohoo! Yeah. I'll be here again. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. And then last passage, Hillary. Okay. For mine, it's finish the sentence just by looking at you, I think, blank. Ooh. Just by looking at you, I think. 
You're fashionable. Oh, thank mm. you. <laughs> That's a good one. Hmm. I would think that oh, this is so hard. Just by looking at you, I think. Can I give Julia a moment? <laughs> yeah. And, and okay, just insert the ten years later <laughs> music. Oh, you look very like professional today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would think you're a very put together person. I'd say that's true. That's yeah. true. I wish that I'm actually put together, yeah. but you know, on the outside you're put together, but no one's gonna know what's actually happening. I'm on working on that. <laughs> Yeah, okay, cool. My turn? Let's see. Ooh, do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? Oh, can I go first? I think <laughs> I think yes, definitely. Really? Actually, when I first met you online, you were very like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this on the podcast. This is how it goes. Super <laughs> organized. Like, literally, I was talking about to my friends how organized Julia is. And Hillary and I were talking about how we want to be the same, you know. Um, I even got her Notion page. And I think maybe it's the fact that you're so determined and so organized and so, like, you know what you're doing that it's... That maybe, may intimidate others. Maybe I appear to know what I'm doing. But may appear, yeah. I don't know if I actually know what I'm doing. But in person, like, you're so much, like, less intimidating. You're so sweet and so, like... Okay. So cute. I love it. I'm glad. I'm glad. I think for me, the first impression I have towards you is that you're you're actually very put together and very organized, very so efficient. I wouldn't say intimidating is the like the best word. I think it's just because you are so efficient that everyone mm-hmm. has a lot of respect towards you. That's so true. that people don't want to like disappoint you or you know, just mm-hmm. to not perform well. So I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's 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 mm-hmm. what I would say. And I think meeting you in person, you're just so sweet, so yeah. nice, <laughs> true. so true. supportive, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think being intimidating is not a bad thing. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. when someone tells me, oh, you're, like, intimidating, I'm like, oh, so, like, mysterious and, like, smart. And, like, you know, <laughs> like, the vibes are cool. But once you actually get to know the person and talk to them more, yeah, it's like you're so much more open and sweet and just... A great person. Yeah, I think in person, people would actually want to be your friend or yeah. know you more. Yeah. So, Aww, yeah, thank that's you. Really cool. That's sweet. I hope I'm not too intimidating. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of get how sometimes I think, like, if I'm not aware, like, if I'm not thinking about it, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, like, working or something, I'll just, like, start a meeting and be like, okay, so today we're doing that. And then I kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to do some, like, small talk for right, right, right. Check in on how people are doing. But, yeah, that's very sweet. Thank you, guys. Okay, so let's do one more round of this. Uh, my question is, what would your youngest self not believe about your life today? Hmm. Well, I feel like my life is quite unexpected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, coming to Minerva. Did you go from, like, high school straight to Minerva? No. So basically, when I was applying for university, I got into Berkeley and then I was actually enrolled in it already. But then that was like the final year of my high school. And then I was planning to go, you know, because I've always been planning to go to the US for universities and stuff like that. And then so this is a bit personal, but I don't really mind. But basically, my parents got divorced when I was doing my IB. And then it got very complicated with the financial stuff. Mm -hmm. And then after like very complicated situation, my dad didn't pay, like he didn't want to pay for my tuition. But then that's like, that's very complicated. 
And then so ultimately, because my mum was a housewife, mm. she had like a bit of savings, but not yeah. enough for me to go to the US. So I was faced with like two options. So one was to just stay in Hong Kong and do like business or medicine. Mm. But but then even though I really want to study medicine, I know I don't want to be a doctor and I don't really want to study business as well. So at first I only have these two options and then it was very funny because like one day I suddenly have this thought of taking a gap year which was mm. very rare in Hong Kong because yeah. you know people don't do that in Hong Kong mm. and then my friend also called me on the same day and he was like oh maybe you can take a gap year as well because he heard from someone else that Oh. was taking a gap mm-hmm. as well so it's a sign <laughs> yeah so i was like looking up what i can do for my gap year and stuff like that so i decided that i would take a gap year after two days because it was like very late wow. already it was in late august yeah. oh. and then mm-hmm. and then the funny thing was that when i was looking up what i can do for my gap year i discovered on jada jade's channel oh. <laughs> and, then, oh and then i discovered minerva originally i wasn't planning to apply to Minerva because in Hong Kong you don't really do discussion-based learning and you know online learning and stuff like that it was super not effective in Hong Kong because people just don't discuss and people won't do the readings so yeah I wasn't used to that so so I didn't think about applying Mm -hmm. and and also back then I was able to defer Berkeley so Mm -hmm. I was like okay then there isn't really a con for taking a gap year because Mm-hmm. like having one year out of your life is not that much and it's also something that you probably won't have the chance to do, do it yeah, when exactly. you actually go to work so I just so my gap year and then during around November Berkeley suddenly told me that they couldn't really defer me and then it was like oh then what? I have to <laughs> I have to apply to colleges so then I started to like just apply you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> last minute And the reason I applied to Minerva initially was because the application process was so simple. Mm -hmm. As in, you don't have to write an essay and stuff like that. You only have to to take the test and then, you know, just write your accomplishments. And then when I was waiting for the decisions to be out for university, I realized that through like talking to different people in different life stages, I realized what I want for my life is more of like, I want to have a lot of life experience yes, in my life, if you so get what true. I mean. And then I decided that being able to live in seven countries and having mm-hmm. such an international cohort and actually learning different things. Because like, the way that Minerva teach stuff is very unique. So I gradually gravitate towards going to Minerva. And mm-hmm. before the decision was out, I was quite certain that if I got into Minerva then I will go Mm -hmm. and yeah so I'm here now so yeah I think it's not not belief but it's just something that I've never imagined of doing and so that's Mm -hmm. why I really want to do something maybe start a non-profit or something like that in Hong Kong or just East Mm -hmm. Asia because like I feel like people just don't realize that there's an option of yeah doing something else except exactly. for medicine or law and the option of taking a gap year. It's not that I would tell them, oh, you should definitely take a gap year because it's obvious not for everyone. But I think having that option in mind and mm-hmm. you can actually choose not to take a gap year is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's good. But yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, <Yeah. laughs> it's been very long. No, that I love long that story. Response. That's really amazing. Yeah. And I totally relate to that too in terms of like the option thing. Like just mm-hmm. even knowing that things are an option. I feel like that was very similar to the community I grew up in. So, it, you know, I grew up outside of Toronto and Markham. Very Asian community. I think there's like 70% are like Chinese or Indian. And growing up, it was the same thing. Like you have to do certain professions. Mm-hmm. Like doctor, engineering, accounting, lawyer kind of thing. I didn't even know that like tech... Mm-hmm existed yeah i didn't know that alternative education was a thing like mm-hmm. i just didn't know right it's just so many people don't know they just don't That's know true. what's an option which is mm-hmm. mind-blowing to me because i'm like if only if, if i only knew from a younger age what, what exists, was out there yeah, yeah then i don't know what i'd be doing <laughs> and i'm glad where i am now mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah that's very true options yeah and that would be honestly a great nonprofit. just matching people with what's good for them like maybe for someone they do want to be like a doctor or lawyer but someone else who like has a passion something else you could be mm-hmm. like do this and this and they'd be like i didn't know that was an yeah, option yeah. i didn't know that existed That's that'd be cool. awesome okay okay the question for level two is how can you become a better person wow, wow. <laughs> this is such like a mm. i can become a better person in so many ways <laughs> I mean, like, let's say, not artificially speaking, but not not emotionally speaking, I would say I can become much more organized and much more, quote-unquote, stable and find a schedule routine in life. Like, my future goal of what I want life to be like is, you know, I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, I take my classes... I make myself this really healthy smoothie and then my diet (laughs) is just on point. And then along with that, I'm still able to explore, you know, if I'm like as a student, like explore around the city I'm in, meet new people and just go to bed early, read books, journal, you know, just be this like perfect, like it person, you know, that like I have this image in my head. It's probably a little bit unrealistic, Mm. but I think just finding that, stability in life in that way what do you think is stopping you from like getting to that ideal i think i'm very like emotionally mood based Mm -hmm. so i am like when it comes to spontaneousness like if someone's like let's go out tonight and i was just gonna have nothing i was like okay let's do it like i don't need someone to plan Mm -hmm. in my calendar a week in advance Mm -hmm. that we're gonna do something unless i'm actually busy or have things going Mm -hmm. on that makes sense and it's more like if i'm in a great mood and i want to study and i would do it I will sit down for a couple hours and I will do more than I did like the past uh-huh. few days. And then there are a lot of times, unfortunately, too many of those times <laughs> where it's just I don't want to start, for example, on my classwork. And it's like I will absolutely not do it. Like if I'm not mm. in the mood to do it, I will just wake up early in the morning before my classes and do my pre-work instead because I know I'll be a lot more efficient. So maybe finding a way to like stabilize or like actually starting on something mm-hmm. maybe would help get me more into a routine schedule like it's fun being a spontaneous person but sometimes it has its drawbacks as well yeah i can totally so, yeah. relate to that because this is also something that i've been trying to establish mm-hmm. a routine yeah. yeah a routine would be great yeah. i started <laughs> going to the gym that was a new year's resolution and i did it so but that's yeah. good mm-hmm. i feel like you could also have some like uh, it's kind of weird to say plan for spontane- spontaneousness. spontaneousness yeah <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> But I feel like 
you, you know, you could also like be like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm purposely not going to schedule anything on this day mm-hmm. or like, you exactly. know, in the afternoon yeah. and just do stuff too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, always starting stuff is hard. It's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the hardest step. Like once I start, then. Yeah, once you start and then once you got going. used to it. And then, then I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Whether it's work or mm-hmm. school or anything, I start enjoying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. procrastination it comes a lot from like an emotional aspect too. Mm-hmm. Like you're yeah. afraid, you're af- it's this fear of of a task or mm-hmm. of something, and as soon as long as you're able to identify that, like it's not actually difficult or anything. You're just afraid. Like just afraid. Mm-hmm. You're just an emotional state of being afraid. Mm-hmm. Then it's like when you identify that, then it's more like it's easier to start because you're like oh i just have to start and then i'll it'll, it'll be fine mm, that's true um, i definitely have a fear yeah, yeah i think that's yeah, it yeah maybe i'll try that next time i'll keep you guys updated <laughs> yeah because sometimes i'll just think like wait a second that task is actually not that bad mm-hmm. i'm just building up this internal fear internal in my fear, mind exactly okay Ooh, okay do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as Mm. Maybe we can confirm that for you. <laughs> yeah. I would say, I think in a lot of ways it does match, and then in some ways it doesn't. So, like, ways I think it does match is I do think I'm very, like, organized. I think I, mm-hmm. like, appear to be put together, but I actually do think I, I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I... At least right now in this moment, I don't know when this episode is released if I will be all put together anymore. <laughs> but today, right now, today, I feel pretty good about where I am. And it's my, it's my birthday tomorrow, by the oh. way, <laughs> at the time of this recording. And I feel ready to be like to be twenty two. And I also think, but how it doesn't match, I feel like so. I to certain people, I come off as maybe like not super confident and then to some people come off mm-hmm. as very confident mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm none of those mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle I think it's because I seem very organized and very mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I do have kind of like an a-type personality especially in the group settings for like group projects and work related mm-hmm. stuff then people perceive me as like oh she's like really confident she must know what she's doing but I don't <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing especially at work but I think I just come off that way because I am I'm organized I also feel like a lot of people see me as being very intense and very like structured and I like I have to have mm-hmm. a plan and I have mm-hmm. to have like every minute of my day organized and planned but I don't like I my calendar looks that way, but a lot of it is retrospective. Like, a lot of it is also movable. Like, I'm not as, like, intensely working like 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and not as rigid as I think some people perceive me to be. can be kind of intense sometimes, but at the same time, like, I think I'm a chill person. Like, I mm-hmm. don't really have super strong emotions. <laughs> like... I, I don't know, like, I just, I'm, I'm a very, like, okay, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. But, yeah, I'd say. Do you think, like, that misconception of people towards you has caused any, like, maybe relationships that cannot be mm. deepened? Mm. I think so. I was actually playing this game with my friends. We were in, like, San Diego, and I forget what question it was, but it was something about, like, 
your role in your like friendship or your friend group or whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think because I am a more like type a organized planner type person like for example I'm not the first person that people usually go to to like Mm -hmm. talk about emotional stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like come to for comfort I'm like also really bad at comforting people (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I just don't know what to say like I I can empathize I just don't know what to say but I feel like because people perceive me as this very put together person who's like has their stuff together, which I don't like. Big surprise, I don't. <laughs> I don't have all my life together. Then I feel like they don't approach me as much mm-hmm. for some things like that. I also realize the people in those friend groups who are like the people that people usually go to. Like, mm-hmm. I also don't want to be that person because like it does take a lot of energy too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. To be that person who everyone goes to for their emotional baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have so much emotional yeah. baggage on them, not just their own. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I have huge respect for those people. But also, like, I did, I do want people to know that, like, you can come to me. Like, uh-huh. I'm also a normal person. Like, I also I'm a slack human off. Being. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I also procrastinate. I also slack off. I, like, on my weekends, I try not mm-hmm. to do any work. Like, kind of just mm-hmm. chill, whatever. Yeah. Which I, I don't think a lot of people see on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. I think they do kind of impact my relationships. But, yeah. I wish people were a little more like, okay, like, I can also get deep as well. And, right, right. I think it once you break that barrier, like not just seeing the person for who they are on the outside, like there's always like something in there that you don't know. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's a very good thing for people listening to know about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's now, very... now true, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have everything together. No one does. No one does, exactly. No yeah. One does. Okay, I think it's time to start our last round. This round is called the reflection round. And for this one, like some of the, I think most of the questions you answer yourself, but some of them are also framed as like other people answer for you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll just see what happens. But yes, Kenny. Here we that. go. In one word, describe <laughs> how you feel right now. I'd say grateful, but it's Aww. a very cliche. <laughs> <laughs> so just like, I'm actually very grateful that I joined Humans of Minerva and oh. then I get to meet you too. Because, yeah, you two are people, like, both of you are someone that I would really want to get closer to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, grateful. I'm also grateful for just being at Minerva because, mm. yeah, it, it really changed my life trajectory awesome. and for, for the better. And, yeah. Oh, I'm grateful that you. <laughs> it's so crazy though. Anytime I talk to someone or I do something out of the ordinary, they're like, "How do you know about this like event opportunity, volunteer opportunity, such as like volunteering?" Like yeah. when we went that one time, and I was like, "Oh, you know the Humans of Minerva podcast." You know, I know Julia. <laughs> uh-huh. Or someone's like, "What are you doing today?" I'm like, "Oh, you know this podcast marketing." And like some people come to me, they're like, "Oh, you're the girl who markets the podcast." And like I feel like I've had so many opportunities and got to know alumni as well because mm-hmm. I've talked to other alumni. I'm like, oh, do you know Julia? Or do you know this person? I talked to, can't remember his name, but he was also in your class <laughs> yeah. at some point. He was like, oh, yeah, I do know Julia. How do you know her? So I really got that cross-class connection, plus the experience, plus just, like, all these other opportunities that you're giving me. And just, like, in general, it's just, 
I'm glad I took the initiative, saw that Google form, and I was like, you know what, I'm doing it. Yeah, um, so. I'm glad to hear this, too, because, like, that, I mean, one of the main purposes of Humans of Minerva was to be, like, a cross-class yeah. mm-hmm. connector, which, and it's definitely which you're all helping to build, so that's awesome. Oh, this is so sweet. Okay, last question. How would you describe me to a stranger? Ooh, interesting <laughs> you can be totally honest so type a very organized <laughs> my first thing honestly would be like let's say like they're a boss or like someone of this like really like impressive thing i'd be like hire her like i want her on my team mm-hmm. like if i were i think my most honest opinions always go to my mom so if i were talking to my mom about you it'd be like my mom especially she would love like just your entire vibe she really loves just anyone who is very like I don't even know how to say it you go beyond just like what you're given and like most people these days I feel like people like slack off or they're very like they'll like half-ass something you know what I mean and Julia is the type of person if she wants something she will get it to the end Mm -hmm. like you started this podcast and like you've driven it so far like I feel like without you like I feel like you're a big driving force of it it wouldn't have gone as far as it has now and it has the potential of growing in the next few years like it could be the thing you know what I mean and same as just in any other part of your life I feel like if you have a goal and you set yourself to do it then like you're gonna go through with it and just in general, like, I see you as a very successful person, you know, who's going to go really far in life. Like, I feel like you've just yeah. started your <laughs> career, too. but you're already so far ahead. So just know there are so many opportunities ahead oh. that I just, I can't wait to follow your life and be like, you're my little, like, role model, like, yeah. mentor, like, all of this. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I think it is very rare that you're someone that people can look up to. At the mm-hmm. same time, you are also, like, very... You're very down to earth and yeah, supportive, so kind, mm-hmm. nice, and just Aww. yeah. So I think, I think if I were to like introduce you to someone, I'd be like, oh, she's someone that you have to know. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you, I can see you doing well in and anything. Just like you can, mm-hmm. you are, you can help any team to do anything. Exactly. Yeah. And like if you want to just do like, it, you will do it. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're a nice friend. You are a nice friend to have, and also a nice person to work with. Mm-hmm. And just oh, <laughs> I don't even know what are. to say. <laughs> I feel like you have these two qualities. That's yeah. like on one side, mm-hmm. like when you see someone who's like at work, super organized, you expect them, like you were saying earlier, to be very like, oh, work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. That's all there is. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you're this like sweet, down to earth person, and I feel like. I really got to see that in person because mm. online, like, you just can't feel yeah. that same yeah. vibe. And so you put those two together and you get this, like, down-to-earth sweet person who's also, like, really good at what they do. So that's Aww. that's such a good Thank combination. You. It's not even exaggerating. It's actually what I think. <laughs> we so, should call this episode, yeah. like, Julia, like, like amazing Julia. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> like, why we love Julia so much, why she is the best manager. But you know you are all like I think the entire like I as much as you say like oh yeah like humans of Minerva like I did a lot for it but also like Leo and Lillian Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I I'm someone who has a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. but unless I have the right people with me too to Mm -hmm. actually make it happen Mm -hmm. 
I think like my ideas kind of just linger there. <laughs> I got but Lillian and Leo, mm-hmm. having them too as like the core co-founders was yeah. huge, because like, like we all bring a different energy mm-hmm. to the podcast, mm-hmm. and we all like contributed different things. And, like, have different strengths. So it was really fun. So huge thanks to them, too. Or else this wouldn't be a thing. (laughs) This would just be in my imagination somewhere. (laughs) I think you guys as a team, it's wonderful. Like, you get all the different aspects. Mm. And, you know, I learned a little bit from each of you. Yeah. Um, And one, then also the rest of our team now, too. Even, like, for example, both of you are such, like, key people in our team, too. Like, everyone is Mm -hmm. a key person on our team because... Like, everyone does a little bit of something, and right, that's right. what makes that's it That's what puts it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And I love how, like, also, I feel like we have very different personalities on our team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of a mixed match. A mix of, of everything. Yeah. Which is really fun to see, so, yeah. And it works out perfectly. So. Yeah. So, thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you for yeah. having us. This was honestly so fun. It's really nice. Yeah. All right. Well, unfortunately, it is time to close this episode. Though, I don't know, we might just continue playing on <laughs> um, This is all fun. Thank you so much to both of you for doing what you do. Couldn't have made this podcast without you both and our wonderful team. So, yeah, just thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, so to get in contact with us, just email us at humansandminerva at uni.minerva.edu or find us on Instagram. Just look at the episode description for details to get each of our instagram handles and that's it all right thank you everyone bye (laughs) bye be sure to subscribe to this podcast and automatically get notified about new episodes on spotify apple and google podcasts follow us on instagram at humansandminerva.podcast for all the latest updates and announcements and finally special thanks to our editor i'm lulianne for working her magic on this episode thanks for listening to humans of minerva 